Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. We often spend these 25 minutes together telling you the stories of our church by interviewing our members and other friends of the ministry. We want to start by personally inviting you to church this Sunday. We have two services, one at 9 a.m. and the other at 11 a.m. Sunday morning. We'd love to see you at either. We also have a live stream available during that 11 a.m. service. You can find that at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. And if you come during that 11 a.m. service, we also have Korean and Japanese translation available. We hope to see you there. This week, continuing in Christianity 101, part three, and the second part of What in the World Went Wrong. Let's begin the program today by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor. Half a day, Chris. Uh, I wanted to just mention, uh, you said we have the translation for the 11 o'clock service. It's an interesting uh, system that we have. So we'll have live translators speaking both Korean and Japanese, and then that will they're speaking into a mic and it goes to a listening device. And so anybody that comes, you're able to sit in the service, uh, with the whole congregation and just a little device in your ear that you'd be able to hear both, you know, the English that's coming from the pulpit and then also uh, either Korean or Japanese. So it's a pretty cool uh, opportunity and we want to invite anybody. Maybe you know, have a friend that is a Japanese speaker, a Korean speaker that you'd like to invite to come with you. Yeah, and you mentioned that we're in this series called Christianity 101, Discovering the Real Meaning of Life. Genesis 1.31 says uh, it's at the end of the account of the creation of the world, and the Bible says, and God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And that's how we leave the end of chapter one of creation. And uh, the question that we're asking really out of Genesis 3 is, well, what in the world went wrong? Because, uh, you know, there's so many things now in our world that we know are, are not great. They're not good. And so what happened and, and then what is the solution that the Bible gives us? So I'd invite you to come as we're having this conversation and teaching on uh, just the foundations of Christianity. It'll be going on over the next four or five weeks still to come. Well, I'm really pleased to have with us in the studio uh, Miss Sylvia Flores. Sylvia's been a member at Harvest for, I think, since uh, Pam told me, since 2010, I think, right, Correct. Sylvia? Yes. Welcome to Harvest Time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, we're so glad uh, that you took some time to be able to come and, and talk with us. You know, at Harvest, uh, in this program, Harvest Time, we just have some conversations with different people from the Harvest family about life and about their relationships with God. And I think it's interesting for people. We learn uh, a lot of different things. So um, that's what we'd like to do with you. Maybe we could start off just having you tell us about your, your background, your family growing up here on island. Yes. Um, I was born and raised in a large family, eight children. Um, but my siblings, my father's brothers and sisters, there's about 16 of them filtering out to, to wow. more children. So we are a big family. The Flores uh, family. The Flores family, yes. Um, you know, it's growing up, I was born and raised a Seventh-day Adventist. And um, I would say that, you know, I was taught how to 
to live a life to the fullest, but yet you need to respect and understand uh, other people's lives too. Mm-hmm. So over the years, life was good, and you know, you're know you out there in the world, the worldly things, and you kind of forget about God. Mm-hmm. You just forget about everything. And then your life starts crumbling, mm-hmm. crumbling where it's like, help me, where do I go from here, you know? And, um, of course, I was still living in Guam, and uh, I've been looking through the newspaper, and I see uh, I see an ad of different churches, and I see Pastor Lewis's picture, Harvest Baptist Church, and it's like, oh, you know, it's Harvest and all that. Uh, but one day, I was just driving on the road, and I keep telling myself, I have to find a church, a church that I feel connected to. Hmm. And I was listening to the radio, and sure enough, the radio was Harvest Baptist Church. Hmm. The music, uh, the preaching, uh, everything was so connected to to the Word of God. And I said, this is the church that I really want to go to. And then I, all the time, I've, I've looked at Harvest and checked out Harvest, but Pastor Lewis, I'm going to lead into this. Mm-hmm. Pastor Lewis has been my butcher at Payless Supermarket for years and years. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, a uh, uh, butcher turns pastor, and and that I have a hard time understanding. And, you know, I was young, and yeah, and I didn't, re- I didn't really connect. I felt like, well, I don't think I want to go to that church. But then, you know, after really connecting with the Lord and thinking that you can be changed. The Lord God can change you from anything. And um, and I have told Pastor Lewis and Pastor Heron, Marty and Tammy Heron about it, and they would laugh about it. But it's just one of those things that, you know, you never judge anything that way. And I am so grateful and so happy. It was through the radio ministry that I decided to turn to the Lord and, and surrender myself. So, you know, that's... That's such an amazing story, Sylvia. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you you were listening to the radio station KHMG for a long time for a number for a of years. For a long time. Wow. Yeah. So and you know it was KHMG. I don't think they really put emphasis on Harvest Baptist Church. So I never really connected everything. But I was driving, and that's when I heard the ra- the radio, the music, and you know, and and the biblical. Uh, messages. Well, yeah. it took a while then because, you know, Pastor Lewis was the butcher, right? He was your, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he was your butcher. And how can a butcher become a pastor, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love that story, though, of how God changes yeah, us. Yeah, it does. Takes different seasons yeah. of our lives and, mm-hmm. you know, puts them in his order. It's, yeah. It's really... Um, so always remember that you have your calling, Yeah, you know, and, and don't ever forget. Yeah. So to this date, my overall mentor in everything that I do. My radio is only, I have no television. Mm. I have no radio station. Only I click on the uh, KHMG. Wow. Every day. It's my breakfast, lunch, and dinner if I'm home for lunch. Yeah. 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 So it's, I find it really lifting, uplifting, and thanks to Chris. Yeah. We, I thoroughly enjoy it. Everything. I don't want to miss every single beep. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's really great. I, I knew we were going to hear about your spiritual story, but I didn't know the connection with the radio station. Yes. That's that's really mm-hmm. awesome and encouraging, I'm sure, for Chris, uh, but for a lot of people, it's love. It's awesome yeah. to hear how God's used mm-hmm. that ministry. Um, so, you know, you grew up 
here uh, on Guam, raised a, f- a family here. You have children, right? Grandchildren, I have two children. Now, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. But majority of my families have relocated to the U.S. Okay. Uh, I'm. I can say that maybe I'm the only one here w- with uh, my father's siblings, but then with a few nieces and nephews. Okay. Yeah. And then, what did you do for a career? What was you know? You're retired now, right? Uh huh. Well. Kind of semi-retired. Okay. I don't. Th- I don't think I'll ever retire. Right. Uh, because I love what I do. I uh, I do interior design, and I. This is about four years ago. I packed up and I moved to the states. I live now in uh, Palm Springs, but I would say I live there. But I've been here most of the time. <laughs> uh, I was brought back for three different projects, and I'm doing my last one, supposedly, my last project now in Barragata Heights. So uh, hopefully we'll see what happens. But I've basically relocated out of Guam, but, you know, Guam is home. Yeah. Um, I pray for harvest all the time. Uh, The place where I live, we don't really have a good, solid church Mm. like we do here at Harvest. And uh, I think maybe that's why the Lord keeps bringing me back here. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you said remodeling. In fact, uh, as you leave here, you're heading to the construction site, right? That's what you're telling yes. me. Yes. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Then you you spent some time working uh, in, in the governor's office. Is that right? Or Yeah. yeah I was a political appointee. The governor appointed me as the uh, head of the, first of all, it was Guam Council in the Arts and Humanities, and then uh, uh, Department of Chamorro Affairs. Uh, I was in charge of the cultural part, as well as I was in charge of the Chamorro village at that time. Oh, really? Wow, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, so, you know, I have... What years was that, Sylvia? Uh, 2014, 2015, okay. I think, somewhere around there. Okay, great. I can't remember. It's so, I, it seems like so far away, because yeah. we've gone through two administrations already. Right, yeah, And that's yeah. 16, when you add it up, it's, yeah. uh, you know, a long, a long time, time back. Okay. Yeah. So, but Chamorro Village, then you're responsible for all of that. And mm-hmm. okay. Yes. And I was responsible for, uh, I went to American Samoa when they we signed up for the Festival of Pacific Arts. Oh, yeah. I was responsible in bringing the Festival of Pacific Arts to Guam, but we were not in the administration then okay. when it happened. When it happened. Yeah. yeah. You put a lot of the legwork into yes. making sure. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. You started coming to Harvest, so you listened to the radio station for a long time, but you weren't sure you wanted to go, you know, where your grocer was, right? Yes. <laughs> you started coming in, do you remember what year, or in the early 2000s? When or? I was 2010. 2010, yeah, okay. But, you know, well, okay. why did you decide at that time that you were going to come to church? Because, you know, I needed God. I yeah. knew that I had to have a good church base, and uh, it's just a matter of finding the right church at the right time, and uh, I felt like it was really the right time. Nobody invited me to harvest, to the church. I just went straight in, went in and sat in the Mm. middle of the aisle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that's the way, that's how I got started with harvest. Yeah, but to find out that I knew a lot of people that were also here in harvest. Yeah. Yeah. you said, you know, you'd known about Harvest for a long time, not just radio station, but in other ways. You knew other people that had attended here? or uh, I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> no, I don't need names. I just, yeah. but you just known of yes. it because of the school. and Yeah, yeah Mar- Margaret and Bob Jones. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I even went to, um, there's another church that I went to. 
And I always wonder where are the people here? And you know, the Millers came. Uh -huh. I mean, I knew them also. Yeah. Um, so so it, it was interesting. Yeah. So when you came to Harvest, I think you were baptized at that time. When, when would you say that uh, your relationship with God began? I was baptized as a young child. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, when when I grew up in in the church that I was raised, but then I was baptized again when I joined Harvest. Okay. In twenty ten. In twenty ten. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, you said uh, if it's okay if I could ask, you said you know life can be you know hard sometimes, and we just know that we need God. Tell me a little bit more about that. Um, I went through a really bad divorce. Mm. Uh, nine lawyers, almost wow. worldwide. Um, when you think about it, um, I even hired a palimony lawyer, Marvin Mitchelson, mm. if you know, if, you know, it, it's just one of those things that why did you ask yourself, why in heavens did I do this? But it, it was, I would say, a necessary evil mm. because, you know, anyone can just drop everything and say, forget it, you know, just move on, right? But uh, in, in those days when you're not really connected with God, you just okay. say, you just want to go, go for the gusto. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So I went through that, and and things did not really turn out well. Um, at that time, my children were already in the U.S., you know, and uh, I just decided that I just need to straighten out my life, mm. you know. And so far, it's just, it's unbelievable how the Lord has just, directed me and guided me and in everything that i do i always want to do be a christ-like character mm -hmm. i mean you know representing god i feel like i'm representing god whatever i try my very best i'm not perfect but i try my very best mm -hmm. yeah you're talking about you know just uh, for a number of years just sort of walking away from god did during that time i'm always interested in this and even you know the story of a lot of people did you think about God a lot during that time, or did it almost feel like you got put on the back burner? Oh, I always did. Oh, you As did? a matter of fact, a lot of my friends that I associate myself with, they're not really Christians. And I always tell them, remember, God is in control, you know? I have a friend who's uh, who has a real bad dementia right now, uh, but over the years, uh, before I started going to church, I always tell him, Always remember God, God in your prayer. And and he would turn around and say, God, who is God? You know, kind of make fun mm -hmm. about it and said, you know, you, you can't be like that. You've got to put Christ in your life. And now he's suffering from a really bad dementia. And when I'm around them uh, and, and I talk to the wife and all, you know, she seems to be responsive when I talk about God. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, she even tells me churches to check out in the Palm Springs area because I, I keep telling her I'm not really connected with these churches, you know. So she would tell me, oh, this might be a good church for you. So, you know, I just, it, I just know that the Lord is working on her, uh, although the husband really can't understand anything anymore. Yeah, yeah. Spiritual growth can be challenging. Um, you've already talked about the the way that the radio station has been helpful. I love hearing that. It's just it's a constant teaching, uh, drawing us to be like Christ. What are some other things that you feel have been helpful in your spiritual growth? 
I think um, focusing on doing my my daily prayer, mm. focusing on reading the Bible, um, it, it's just like a wake up call. You know, I over the years I find like oh the lighting is not very good. I can't read my Bible, and so I make it a point now. Make it a point to try to focus and start reading my Bible and concentrating on that and being helpful to others too. Um, uh, the other day when I tell myself, I was walking out of McDonald's just to buy an egg McMuffin and uh, a homeless lady was outdoor. And it's like, oh God, how do I, can I go into my vehicle and walk out and try to eat this muffin when I know that this woman so I had to, I reached out in my pocket and I gave her money, you know, to go buy her food. But it was things like that. I mean, a lot of things I try to just grow and tell myself, help others, you know, reach out to others who are in need. Yeah, you know, our, our life uh, can become very self-centered if we're not careful. And God is constantly reminding us of the fact that he has us here for a purpose and, uh and that he he wants us to care about other people and to share the gospel with them. And uh, yeah, I, I love that. So over the years, uh, you know, 10, 11 years now that you've been a member at Harvest and involved, what would you say would be some of the biggest things that God has taught you during these years? I think um, caring for others is the, the main thing. Because like you said, you know, we can be so self-centered, thinking of yourself all the time. And I think I try to, tell myself it's time to uh, to start looking out and I try to hire the harvest boys the harvest I think it's the harvest Bible H yeah HBBC, HBBC kids right I, I try as much as possible but then I always check in whether it's something that's required I I always want to try to find a way how can I reach and help out harvest because I know that um, the whole mission is to reach out to Asia and the Pacific region. And, you know, I'm always asking myself, if I can't be there, how can I find a way to reach out and and contribute, make donations, you know, all the time? You've been uh, connected with Guam, you know, your whole life. Uh, how have you seen Guam change over the last, you know, 30 years and even this whole kind of region? What is different here than when you were growing up? I think um, one of the things that I see is uh, like a wake-up call mm. to a lot of my friends, a lot of people, how they've been just so uh, embodied with a certain religion. And, and you know, no matter where I go, I try to tell people, you know, look, look at yourself and ask yourself, or do you really know God? Do you really feel that you're in the right place? Um, so, you know, I would converse with my friends. I think that's one of the biggest things that I've seen. I think a lot of people are waking up because, well, especially now in the pandemic time, where people come to me and they share things with me. Um, and they they know me because no matter where I go, I have nieces and nephews who have sent their children here. And I tell them, you know, the uh, Harvest Christian Academy is a, a, a character-building school. You need to look at that and focus on that because if you don't have much time with your children, that's the place where you can really build 
a, a strong foundation for them. And and I have gone back and I've seen my relatives whose children have gone here and they've all excelled. They've all really moved up. And uh, I'm so happy for them, you know, just by sending their children here. So basically I'm like a site minister. <laughs> <laughs> you are, yeah. <laughs> I mean, by advocating and yeah. talking about, you know, uh, Harvest Christian Academy, why you should send your children. And, um, you know, sometimes they say the cost, and it's like, that's nothing to consider. You have to think the life of your children, mm-hmm. you know, so. Sylvia, it's really incredible. I agree with you. I think God is bringing a spiritual awakening to our island. Uh, God has used churches like Harvest, not just Harvest, other Bible-teaching churches on our island over the years but it feels to me like there's just a fresh openness to the truth of the Bible and the Bible's claims on our lives. And I, uh, if I remember this right, it's early in our conversation here, but I think you talked about just this surrender of your life to him you know, at this season of life. And that's what I'm experiencing as I'm talking with people of all different ages, um, but an openness. And maybe the pandemic has, has challenged us to rethink things um, I, don't, I don't know all of the factors, but I agree with you. There's an awakening of the spiritual life on our island. And so we're praying that as a church, we'd be faithful to that. And as Christians, we'd be faithful to that. And I'm thankful for your you know, years that God has been using you to be a witness and a light for him. Thanks for being willing to uh, tell me a little bit more about, tell us a little bit more about your story. Thanks for serving God faithfully. And thanks for your love for Harvest. It's, it's really sweet to see that. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Harvest Time. Of course, at this point in the program, we always want to personally invite you again to services this Sunday at Harvest Baptist Church. We'll be back in Christianity 101 this week. We meet at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Sunday morning. Of course, we'd love to see you at either service. We also have a live stream at 11 a.m. At 11 a.m. service, we also have the Japanese and Korean translation that Pastor spoke about earlier in the program. You can find the live stream at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. And it's part three of Christianity 101 this week. What in the world went wrong? The second part of that lesson and question. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.